It's time. It's the A S A P podcast. We're back. Feels good to be back. We're back. Season two. Season two. We made it to season two. Uh, the we network. Survived. The network. They picked us up. They picked us up. They they drug us. They drug us through the the, the mud and the muck, kicking and screaming, kicking and screaming to come back here for the 4.2 billion people that watch us on Roku channel 6969. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg, you can't keep us down, you piece of shit. Zucky, my boy. Fuck you, Facebook. You can't keep us down. Yeah, Facebook has not been kind to us. But it's, it hasn't. We've made adjustments. Uh, we launched the. ASAPpodcasts.com website. Guys, make sure you guys go there. Take a look at our, our brand new website. It is absolutely out of this world. It's crazy how big we're getting. Uh, it's cool to have a website. You know, uh, they can find all of season one right there. They can find some origin stuff. Eventually, we're going to have some of that uh, that merch stuff the kids like. Oh, uh, guys, if you guys like uh, if you guys like wearing things with my face on it. Or you know, sticking stuff with our thongs, logo tube stuff. T-shirts. Like stickers. Um, stickers to put on. We'll have those sooner than you think. Strippers nipples. Stripper uh, pasties. Pasties. Oh, there you go. Right. As long as you lick one side and you slap it on one side onto the nip. I, I don't think you have it. to lick pasties. I no, really, no. Either. Really? Perhaps we. Perhaps we'll have a uh, a young uh, working. Uh, what do they call themselves? Dancers. Uh, call into the show. I mean, write in, email yeah, into the email, show, yeah. and get let us know if they lick their pasties. That's kind of weird. Anyway, just in case you guys don't remember. And we, we we get so like we get so into into the into this production that we always forget to to introduce ourselves. Obviously, if you don't remember, I'm the amazing pancakes. And they call me a lot of things, but you can call me the like beard villain, Johnny Malloy. I call hey, him a dick. Whatever makes the money, whatever keeps those 4.2 billion people on the edge of their seats. And of course, we have our uh, executive, executive producer, producer Boo Boo, who's taking a nap. As, as such a lazy little bitch. Putting the work in. And then we have uh, <laughs> Little Monster Binky. Little Monster uh, Binky. Doing Hi. some stuff. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah, you're here. You know, doing all the other stuff, like organizing, putting the show in order. You're you know. here. We're, you're queer. And it's not that. It's not, it's not it's that. Not, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're back. <clears throat> uh, we finished up last year. We did ten episodes and... Ten amazing episodes. Ten amazing episodes and three specials. Two holiday specials and, of course, the Speaking Out Movement special. Yep. And uh, I, I gotta tell you, 2020 was a bitch. 2020, 2020 was, was an yeah. absolute bitch. Thank God we're in 2021. But, you know, we got a brand new president. Our uh, glorious concubine, Sir Joe Biden. Mr. Joe Biden. Joe I Biden. have hairy legs. Play with the hair. We're in, uh, <laughs> we're in January. It's the new year. Uh, COVID is still in full swing, of course. It sucks balls. Uh, we got a vaccine now, so. Oh, know. thank God. But who knows about that? I mean, nothing. I've seen I Am Legend a million and a half times. It all started with a fucking vaccine. Whatever you do. Yes. Watch, watch I Am Legend before you take that vaccine. I agree with you, but I also. Have Will Smith told us all the, the, the truth. That was a book. Okay, he, he added two. Will Smith wrote that book? No. That's insane. No, before. Okay. And the dog? Okay, three things now. Number one, Will Smith cannot read or write. Damn. Um, <laughs> number two, please do not compare yourself to Will Smith because at least he does not have diabetes. Damn. 
Um, and then the third one, of course, is if your life was I Am Legend, you would have ate the dog. I would have ate the dog. <laughs> I definitely would have. He had Why food. the fuck? He, he had, had food. It didn't matter if he had food. He still would have ate the dog. Why the fuck are you feeding that dog human food when there is literally one brother, one person on this, in that whole fucking city? Yeah, you need compassion, man. You need, I understand, you need but that's my turkey sandwich. <laughs> Think of Louis. <laughs> Will Smith as you, and think of the dog as his right hand. I would eat Will Smith. That uh, is all. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, as, as executive producer Boo Boo farted herself awake and ran out of the room, hopefully in shame. She's seriously went. Um, yeah, and walked away. So we're back for the new year. There are some new changes to our podcast. <laughs> Uh, the ASAP podcast, of course, has that snazzy new intro video. I gotta tell you, that was an amazing video. It highlights our our friendship friend and the crazy adventures that uh, cause that's what we get friends into. For good times I and bad times, I don't know what I'll singing. be on your side. Oh, you never heard that song? What is it, Lionel called? Richie? I don't know who. Wait, really? You know. That's what friends are for! Oh, 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 he did the Purple Rain song, right? No, that no. was Prince, you ass! Beat it. Michael Jackson! Nicole Richie's father. Little Monster Binky! See, I knew the whole time. There you uh, go. <laughs> uh, we got the snazzy new intro video, which I think is cool. Um, and then you guys probably saw how Pancakes had to pay for the green this time. Uh, uh, that's something else You new. busted my fucking shoulder, you dick! Well, wrestling is very real. It's very real. It's very real. Real. It's real. It's Believe damn real. Hype. And now our guest, Kurt Angle. No. Uh, <laughs> you, it's true. He's going to sit right really here. High budget this right here. <laughs> Kurt's going to sit here, and we're just all going to sit here without moving our necks. <laughs> Nobody move your the whole podcast. Um, everybody, if you have to turn to the left, you have to move your entire upper body to the left. Well, <laughs> so we've changed some stuff. Um, you also have, of course, we have a video here and a nice little green screen playing images of Kurt Angle's triumphs at the Olympics. This, uh, <laughs> I'm still. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Hey, he, he, he won. A, he won with a broken freaking neck. Broken freaking neck. So Kurt Angle, he's great, but. Uh, <laughs> So we also have changed our weekly segment. We're going to call it The Grass is Green, or The Grass is Greener. Grass is Greener. The Grass is Greener. Obviously, we know that our, our Weed of the Week segment had given us a whole lot of bullcrap. You know, we just changed the name of the segment, and then you said I had to the let name of the know exactly what it was. So now, now this episode has no, to be... Yeah, no, yeah, no, it. So Zuckerberg, the winnest. What, the one small time I say it, I'm pretty sure... You know how it. much of the green stuff Zuckerberg's probably enjoying, but he'll censor it on Facebook because Joe Biden. Um, anyway, with that no being one. said, I think it's time... Wait, wait, no, no, that's, that's the difference, Pancakes. We don't jump to the grass is greener because there's another brand new oh, segment yes. here. Before we get into the three topics that we don't know are coming with a 10-minute time limit, and of course oh, the grass is greener... We have to go and look and see what came in the fan mail. Fan mail! Oh, what do we got first? Little Monster Picky, what do we have first with the fan mail? We've got two. I know that. we got two that we wanted to do on the air. Well, give me one, and I'll go. I'll do mine, and he'll do his. We're going to do two pieces All of right, fan mail I'll per episode. I'll do the anonymous one. Uh, I, oh, I have anonymous. All right. This could so, be positive. Oh. And it could Ooh. be. It better be positive. <laughs> no, that would make it worse. Yeah. Season and two, you're you already starting there. You get 
George from Central Islet. George from Central Islet. Oh, well, that's, he seems like a nice boy. I'll, I'll go first, okay? All right, you go first. Fan mail from anonymous from an anonymous place and an anonymous email. They literally... They wanted to be anonymous. Yeah, they were really, anonymous on everything. They really wanted, to know, wanted you to know exactly where they are. <laughs> ASAPpodcast.com. Go down and submit your question for the ma- fan mail. Don't be you afraid to ask episode. any questions. That's All podcasts right. with an S at the and end? And then... Of course, uh, yes. any submissions you do online get printed into one of these snazzy envelopes we wrote on before the show, and then we put oh. on this snazzy notepad. All right, ah, fan mail. This is our first fan mail. Oh, okay. Um, very simple question. What does it say? Even though you are both professional wrestlers, do you still consider yourself fans? And Thank you very much for your question, Mr. Anonymous. Not fans that rotate and cool people off in we'll the We'll make summer. sure we'll find you in that dark alley some, some way soon. Do we still consider ourselves fans? Do we still consider ourselves... Uh, of course, you know, i got to say, of course we do. Because if not for nothing, if it wasn't for us being fans, we wouldn't be where we are right now. We wouldn't want to go to school to go be a trained professional. Yes. We wouldn't want to go ahead and pursue higher, you know, uh, uh, um... Higher aspirations in this business. It, yes, exactly. You know, if we, I agree. if we weren't fans, then this business wouldn't have workers. This business would have faded out a million, a million and a half years ago. Yeah, and and, ju- and just on our level, like I, I think it comes down to this, and I guess this is the best uh, two part examples. If we weren't fans, if we weren't fanboys, if we weren't uh, let's use it marks, marks. to to some extent. Um, would we would we drive the hundreds of miles and hours and hours and hours Hell for no. hot dogs and handshakes? Hell we no. Sometimes I'm... get. Would we wrestle um, positive wrestlers on the no. fire department? No. With huge risks to our health and safety, yeah. just to get the booking out of the way, <laughs> entertain the people. Who no, we're huge fans. No, of course we're huge fans. The biggest we, fans. As I said, if we weren't fans, you wouldn't have this podcast. Yeah. That's how crazy of a fan we are, is that we would put our professionalism aside to bring you a podcast that brings you more wrestling more content, wrestling more wrestling content and more wrestling love. And everybody knows, uh, me, me and the wife are big fans. I went on the what? Jericho Cruise twice, and I didn't go as a wrestler. I didn't go on the third one. We are going on the third one. Although, if, if we're handing out AEW dark matches, mm. you know, I know a guy who can... Do well, really well, and then the crew for free. You know that you know. <coughs> oh, a couple. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Joey Silver. Yeah, Joey Silver. Wow, that's who. Actually, you were talking about. Hello? I thought you were talking about yourself. I was going to say Trigger. Of course, Joey Silver. Joey Silver. And like, why would I talk about myself? I'm not an egotistical piece of shit. And that's why you don't get 4.2 billion viewers. They're just my this viewers. is all he does, folks. <laughs> he only does this podcast. I do, and I answer fan mail as I just did. So I hope that answers your question. We are both massive fans. Him, he's a bigger fan than me, and with each cheese, I'm also he's getting bigger. Getting fa- exactly. Like <laughs> ah. You're getting thing. better, Tommy boy. That waistband is Tommy boy. Less tight. Anyway, we're gonna move on to our next piece of fan mail. It is from George from Central Iceland. George, George from Central Iceland. George from Central Iceland. I'm surprised he has a computer. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I love. No, Central Iceland's a fine place to jog through <laughs> real fast. Fine place. Fine place indeed. Anyway, George from George from Central Iceland. The uh, I'm you're asking. Yeah. Dear a smoke and a pancake, my mom has a big problem with her keeping her floors, floors clean. Okay. Unfortunately, she's tried everything. She's tried the Swiffer. She's tried mopping. She's tried 
telling people to, to, to take their shoes off. But the thing is, it just nothing is working. And it's just such an issue that they're having. What do we do? Like, what can they do? What can we do to help these people? Like, now, what exactly? Uh, George seems like a respectful person, and we always try to be respectful. So I really feel like, George, if you're if you're worried about it, your mother's floors, then there's there's only one option. George just needs to wipe your feet. Yeah. Season two. Season two, oh, baby. No. And a podcast. And a podcast. And a podcast now because we're pancakes is what gets us censored. Yes. We're back to back to back to back on our bullshit. And we're here with fan mail and that's it. That was the first fan mail, man. Let me let me show this off to the camera. Like, look how well look at George's handwriting. George is <laughs> like <laughs> George Simple. Did you take calligraphy when you were younger? Simple, sweet, and to the point. Simple, sweet, and to the point, just like George. Guys, George, it's now that's anonymous. It's that time of the show, man. It is that time of the show, and we'd also like to thank our sponsors for today. Knob Creek, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Get your knob slob on. Actually, that's funny. <laughs> hey, what was the slogan I came up with for knob? Uh, suck on my knob. Suck on my knob. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Season two. Season two. Season two. Salute there, chaps. It's 100 proof. That one's definitely gonna have some kicks. Ho! That yeah. ho was smooth! And if you like Knob Creek, you can head on down to Bayshore Liquor oh. or Bayshore Road where you can pick up Knob Creek and its varieties for $44.99. $44.99! There you go. Gave my, I gave uh, the shoot job. Oh! The, ma the, maple, the maple Knob Creek is actually really good. If you're Delicious. Canadian. My insides are on fire! Well, you know what they say. When your insides are on fire, the grass is always greener! Woo! And you want to know something? My favorite part of the show, honestly. It, it is our favorite part of the no, show. No, my favorite part of the show is uh, making fun of people I don't like. I really like to, like, invent on air. Like, people write in, and they're like, thanks for those stay positive comments. And I'm like, you're welcome. I always try to. We always try to stay positive, because if we were ever negative... If we were ever negative. Well, if, if, if we were ever negative... Actually, we're always negative. We are always Thank negative. God. Thank God. But making, making right choices, you know. Uh, but anyway, back, back to the world. always positive, here's to you, friend. Here's to you. Thanks for keeping the show going, buddy. Guys. I got nothing. Never mind. Without, <laughs> without viewers like you, we no. wouldn't have half the 4.2 billion views. Again! It's not because of us, it's because of you! And we're just following the AEW way, and we're just basically trying to become a t-shirt company. We just basically <laughs> want to pump out merch. Wow! A t-shirt company that gives the beard villain dark matches. Um, that are not really dark, because they're on YouTube. So, the grass is greener. <coughs> We're back for season two. <coughs> and now, you know the format. Three topics. <laughs> ten minutes of topic. Ten minutes of topic. <coughs> this is how we do it at the ASAP podcast. Little Monster Binky, when you are ready. Topic number, number one. One! Alright. <coughs> topic number one. <coughs> 
Talk about the importance of a referee. Wow, that's a pretty cool fucking question. <coughs> <coughs> referees, <coughs> referees are not important. They should be ignored. Wow, wow. Let me finish it up. This is a real statement. Referees are not important. You should ignore them, just like the crowd and ring psychology. Just go out there and hit your shit and get the fuck out as quick as possible. Yeah. They're not paying you by the hour, bro. Yeah, I'm just fucking you. <laughs> yeah, referees are so important. It's crazy. And also pay attention to the crowd. Don't be a Zach Vengeance. You see nothing, nothing, but a lot of people are a fucked up individual. A lot of people, they, they, they look at a referee and they'll judge him. They're the first fucking people that these people judge. They're going to look at him and be like, fucking fresh meat. Fresh meat. Why? Because these referees sometimes do what they're supposed to be doing, and that's ref a fucking match. Well, I know that um, my my good buddy, James McGrady, is probably, by now, he's pulled out the Jurgens. He's uh, put the tissue box down in front of him. Yep. He's told his mom, don't come in for a while. And he is fapping. <laughs> just relentlessly. To, as, as he goes, come on, just put over refereeing. Damn. Mention me. Mention Damn. me. Say my name before you say Say Jumbo name. Man. Say Jumbo <laughs> I can't finish unless you say Jumbo Man. <laughs> no, I, really, I, think he, I think he watches. But anyway. He's uh, also the type to, to spooge in his hand and throw it at the wall. Ew. You're welcome. <laughs> it's not very. That's not. That doesn't paint a good mental image for the kids. That does not help with the whole COVID nineteen. Yeah, semen off a wall. Um, just try to create jobs, man. To be serious. <laughs> to be serious, uh, I definitely feel like referees are important, and I feel like not. You know, of course, there's tags and whatever, but referee is the third guy in there. Exactly. That's the third man in the match. You can't have the wrestling match without the referee. And I, and I think a lot of people who, who watch wrestling and who feel like they have a grasp on this business, they see these referees and they get mad at them because they're, a lot of people, they get mad at them because they're doing their actual job is to actually ref a match. Oh, like when uh, when the wrestlers don't get in the ring and they actually call a count out even yep. though that wasn't what was in the script. Yep. Or uh, when they see a low blow... That happens blatantly in front of them, so they call a DQ, but then the promoter's mad, so they choke the referee against the wall and throw him out the back door for doing the right thing. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah, nightmare. Yeah, I was actually going to mention <laughs> It's a nightmare um, to deal with that kind of that's stuff. A, that's a fucking nightmare. That's a nightmare. 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 Do you get what we're talking nightmare. about? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, <laughs> dude, I am old school. I believe that referees should do exactly what they were trained to do. If you see if that you're outside call, of the ring after the 10 count, your ass is disqualified. Whether the storyline or your match that you plan out is fits it or not. Bottom line is, yeah. if you're a fucking referee, be a fucking referee. There's another thing, though, that I don't like that some referees do that... Unfortunately, there's a lot of referees here on Long Island and in the New York area, yeah, and even the New Jersey area, they weren't trained properly. You have these referees that are walking around in jeans and white sneakers yes. and their shirts untucked. And I'm sorry, you're a referee. You are an official. You are an official. Yes. You are supposed to Absolutely. show that you are the official. You are the one that's running this match. 
This match ends when you say this match ends. You are literally the you you have to you have to put it like this. You are the even judge in that match. If you were in a courtroom and you're feuding against your best friend because he crashed your car down the block and you bring it to a small claims court, you call you ask that judge to be your referee of this mat of that match. And to see who is right and who wins the match. Horrible analogy, but yes. You're but do you understand what I'm saying? I'll, I'll give it to. I'll give an analogy where like the people can understand. If they're, if I'm sure that they if do. they're dead and they can't. When you watch the UFC, the referee in there is not only in charge of enforcing the rules and making sure it's conducted fairly. But they're also in charge of the fighters' Correct. safety. Correct. And the fan safety. And their own safety. Just like a professional wrestling referee. I feel like, like a lot of the referees nowadays, that if something was to seriously happen, none of them would know what the fuck to do or how to take care of the situation. If I crack my fucking skull open in a match, and I'm gushing out fucking blood, and I'm fucking passing out, and people are... In, and, and the referee is looking at me like, uh, uh, uh. Well, there's been instances of this recently. Um, yeah. Off the top of my head, and I'm not criticizing a one company individually. I am just giving you, off the top of my head, Sammy Guevara picks up a chair and launches it at Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy's busted. And, yep. you know, they and he went through that table and, and knocked himself unconscious. And yep. then, in the next match, Matt Hardy knocks himself out, and the referee asks him, would you like to continue? And he says, yes, of course. It's up to the referee to step in and do what's right and make sure everyone's safe and Correct. the rules are followed. Uh, you're the again, you're the man that's supposed to keep everybody safe. You're the one that's supposed to keep timing, not necessarily just time of the match, but make sure that the match goes smoothly without getting himself so fucking involved. Yes. But... Yeah. At the same time, not that not that I want to see that referee so involved. I also want to see that referee get involved. I want to see him get involved. Oh my god! Yes, to be involved. When I see a, a referee right now on the Indies sitting there and the guy's choking him in the choking him in the corner, and all he's doing is just one, two. Three, get him out of the corner. Yes. Four. No, I want you to fucking get yourself in there, get your hands dirty, and pull my ass apart. Yes, absolutely, absolutely agree, one hundred percent. Now there are Be a referee. There's referees on both sides of the spectrum. There, there are referees that do what I like to call hands in their pockets. I hate they're it. They're just sitting in the back, like I hate it. They're in the ring. A hands in the pocket referee is in the ring, and they're they're going through the motions. They're counting the fives. They're counting the threes. They're backing out of the corner, but they have no energy. They have no authority. They're 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 there as if they are spectating what they are doing. They are watching the match and they are watching themselves. That's a hands in pocket referee. Then there are referees that come out there and they want to make the match almost about themselves. Yeah. They they want to uh, they they're taking the third man in the ring too seriously. Right. They're bringing it to like, oh, I'm somebody. I'm a character too. I'm a. That's the so both whether you are hands in your pockets where you don't want to touch the action at all, or you are it's about me. They're both just two detrimental detrimental sides of the spectrum. If you wanted to be a wrestler, you should have been a wrestler. If yes. you want to be a referee, you have to understand that there are certain things you can and cannot do in a match. And that's it. It's not about you. You're not the highlight of the match. 
You have to understand that. You have to come to terms with that. If you're the referee, I'm sorry. You stand in the corner with your hands folded until the, until the match starts. You let the you let the announcer announce and do his thing, and then once the bell rings, you call the ring you call the ring bell, and that's when you start working. You know, and at the end of the as I said, as long as you are active within the match during the times that you're supposed to be active, you should have no problem. But stop making yourself look like this is all about you, because your job is to get the characters over. You are help tell. You are helping them tell the story. Okay, so I don't have much time we have left, but some people listening that literally, besides the director, two minutes left. Perfect. Directly, what they see, they have no idea what a referee does. So a referee's in there, keep our safety. But the referee's doing a million things. First off, the referee is usually relaying some information to you. Whether it is how much time you have left, or whether they're, you're hurt, or someone else is hurt, or where they need you, or what camera, or a commercial break, or referees, like McGrady, we talked about him earlier, right. he's working in New Jersey right now for uh, fuck, SWF, Okay. Um, and he has to wear an earpiece for the first time in his career. So while he's refereeing, refing, he has someone through the earpiece telling him, okay, tell them they have this much time. We need you to move here. We need it to be sped up. We need it to be here. We need you to buy time. We need... He's never had that before. He's never had time. to do that before. This yeah. Is, yeah. What, best, best of luck then. He's uh, doing great, man. He's like, what is he? He's making money there, and he's like five or six shows in with them. So I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad that, you know, guys like him are actually getting work. He's a hard worker. He puts himself out there. He He... And you know what? A lot of people give him a lot of lot of uh, shit because he does a lot of like he goes to a lot of shows and people might call him a mark. Give him all the shows, man. He's working for Full Face. He's working for SWA. He's working exactly. for NYWC. He's working for SWF. He is busted his ass. If he got his ass in the car, he'd probably work for Asylum. Look at look and, at guys like guys like DJ. DJ was heavy. Dennis John Dennis before John. he was a douchebag. Damn. No, he was still a douchebag then. <laughs> no, but. He was your senior official. He was. And you know what's funny you say that? I don't think we have enough time, but there was a DJ ref story I wanted to tell. Oh, man! There was, there was actually two. There was a Balls Mahoney DJ ref story. Oh, and my there God. there was a referee for a DJ ref story. Oh, my God. We're over the ten minutes. We're over the ten minutes, for guys. Time. You know what? Hey, guys, listen. ASAP podcast.com head on over there and write in if you'd like to hear the dj balls mahoney story or the dj grim reefer baby oil story fuck that i'm gonna put it to you like this ready yeah if we get over 500 views within this next week we will do a bonus topic sure I'll and, and i'm telling you right now we will do a dj ref a dj ref a ref dj story if we get 500 views on this pod, on this... That's on fair. This, season one... That's fair. This episode, 500 views. When it hits it, we'll do a bonus 20 minutes on Dennis John as a referee. And if we hit over 2,000 views, Jerry will hit me with his car. Oh, shit. <laughs> I currently have a truck right now. Oh, so... Oh, yeah, Let's fucking kill him! It's not even yours, is it? It's not even mine. Wow, so yeah. it's not really going to be laid to you at all. You can get away with it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. You can be a fucking murderer. You can murder somebody. All right, all right. So let's get the views let's, up. And uh, also, let's do <laughs> a topic. 
He's gonna kill me. Number. All right, topic number two. I'm not gonna say it, but. So, <laughs> the topic is brimstone. <laughs> Just ten minutes. Just ten minutes. Okay. Pick up your shot there, titties. Why? Pick up your shot there, titties. Why? Why does it have to be about brimstone? Why do we have to talk about brimstone? These topics are at random. Wait. You didn't know. You just said that without knowing. You didn't know that brimstone is the one that came up with "What about me? What about Raven?" and gave it to Raven to help him have a career. That's not what you're gonna talk about. No, not at all. We both know that's not let, what you're gonna let, talk let, about. Let's let's have some knob creek, which of course the slogan is "Put my knob in your mouth." Put my knob in your mouth. Knob slobbering all day. Stop it's a knobber slobber, everybody. Jr. would be happy. A knobber slobber. Thank you, John. I think Thank you, you, Jr. You remember how in the in the 2000s Snoop Dogg put out a bunch of pornos? <laughs> Do you know this? No, I had no idea. In this the, is actually new to me. In the 2000s, uh, Snoop Dogg put out a bunch of pornos where he would basically walk around the house and talk to you while a bunch of his boys, I assume, were just banging bitches in the background. Just plowing the shit. And Snoop Dogg would be like, he'd be standing there like, my, my false album. And this is wow. the guy getting his cock ridden in the background. It was fucking nuts. And was I, it like Girls Gone Wild? That's like it, was, go, it was Girls Gone Wild. It was so much worse. No way. It was straight porno actresses. Like, it was straight porno. You know, not for nothing. It was called Doggy Style. Look it up. Yeah. I've never seen it before, but I've heard... Oh, yes! I have... My brother had a copy of Doggy Style. Wait. I'm not even gonna lie. I bet he did, yeah. He did. He was one horny... Well, your, bro your brother's not horny. He's just a hip-hop fanatic. Damn. Uh, okay, <laughs> What were we talking about JR sex tape? We got really off beat. No, Brimstone. <laughs> oh, Brimstone. He loves JR sex tape. He actually got an autographed copy of uh, Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style, but he got it from the cameraman. I swear and it was very Christ. sticky. Oh, Brimstone. Does anyone know who Brimstone is? Of course. Mm, I hate you. Listen, ha if you guys haven't tried it yet, uh, try the hotline 1 800 Brimstone. Wow. Whatever the numbers don't, are that's spell Brimstone. Don't listen to this asshole. It's a hotline. The last thing you want He pays for it weekly. Man. He, it's been up for 27 man. years. It's the He's longest running hotline. Um, this guy's the ECW hotline or uh, call me Jean or Miss Cleo. How does it feel <laughs> to be a liar? We finally announced that we have finally done. Miss Cleo, watch Cool Runnings. <laughs> watch um, Cool Runnings. I just actually we just watched a thing on Cool Runnings. John Candy. How much time we got to get? Wasted. Two and a half minutes. Keep oh, going. that's fine. Brimstone. That's okay. I can that's do. Right. I can. I can finish Brimstone in seven minutes. All right. Listen. I'm gonna tell. Listen. Both of us. And this is the one, folks. Well, how do you know it? Thing about. How did you? How did you know? I'm gonna get there. So okay. This is the wonderful thing about you and I. You and, you and I are gonna have totally different opinions about different. What are you talking about? I know for a fact. We're, you I know, know Brimstone created the new day. What? What's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. What kind of fucking. What kind of fictitious bullshit are you pulling out of your ass right now? To be completely honest, if you look up Beverly Hills Ninja, <laughs> rewritten by Brimstone. Woo! <laughs> guy's crazy good! That guy's crazy nuts good! Okay, you tell you Brimstone, <laughs> and I'll tell you how he got a drill named about him that he doesn't know what exists. I think he knows. He's gotta know. I think sometimes people because I was calling them brimstones in front of him. Mike Magnum calls them brimstones now too. I know. I, I heard the poor. He doesn't kid. even like brimstone. I mean the Bohemian kid. Brimstone doesn't like him either. Well then, Mike's a good judge of character. Continue. Damn. Tell some brimstone stories. All right. Listen. 
He has a comic Again, book. Again, you... Yeah, he does. He has a comic book. He does. He also Good has a him. podcast as well. Does he really? He does. What is podcast? Shot Let's uh, start on the podcast. What is it? It's... Uh, some way... Waterhounds or something uh, like that. Look it up. Oh, that's... Look it up. I'm not looking it she's up. Not, she has not use phone. Fine. She doesn't have to use a phone. This is my boo-boo's My phone is set on a timer. Ah. So that I can anyway, for 10 minutes. Not for looking shit up. Let's, All right, let's talk about Brimstone. In my day, when I first met Brimstone, I met him back when I first, when I was, when I, I actually... First got left. the job at the Chinese bathhouse. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, I had actually left PWR for a short time and came back. When Ooh. I came back the second, the first time, um, I met Brimstone. Brimstone and I definitely clicked. I didn't know exactly his background at the time. I never knew who he was, you know, at the time. I get it. You know, but he was he was a cool guy. He you both like to go to Wendy's afterwards and, you know, just go fucking ham on bacon. I, listen, Baconator, no, that was before the Baconator, my friend. Oh, you guys would make Baconators. We were before the Baconator. We were like, no, we're eight strips of bacon. No, eight strips. Brimstone doesn't bump for less than seven strips of bacon. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I want a side of a cheeseburger. I want a side. A liter cola. <laughs> I that, sounds like my, that sounds like my afternoon. Um, anyway, so he... I like how he drove up to Canada in between getting his ass beat at the sportatorium. He drove to fucking Montreal and picked up fucking a liter of cola. He didn't get myself a liter of cola there, eh? Hey, my Canadian fans are going to enjoy that pronunciation on my part. Hey, man. Did you know I have fans in France? Anyway, I don't believe you have fans, period. <laughs> Write in and tell us your favorite brimstone moment. I swear to Christ. <laughs> anyway, right, so, uh, anyway, let me, let me, it's, it's 57 right, minutes. So, anyway, all right, all right, sorry. So, me and Piggy, me, me and Piggy. Me, 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 me and myself. Me and myself and Both love brimstone. Me and myself and brimstone. Uh, sounds like a really bad fucking, like, uh... Jim Carrey was... Um, I mean, Drew... <laughs> Drew Carrey was... Uh, yeah, Jim Carrey was excellent in that. Jim Carrey, not Drew Carrey. Drew Carrey. Carrey has no career. With Drew oh, Carrey. Carrey. With Drew Carrey as Brimstone. Once you do <laughs> game shows, your career Does that make Jim Carrey pancakes? Oh, Listen, if he can play the Grinch, I'll let him play pancakes. You know what? I'll wrap. I'm gonna recast this fictional movie. Brimstone is... Jim Carrey? Drew Carey. Drew Carey. Drew Carey. And instead of Jim Carey, the only actor ballsy enough to pull off a proper portrayal of pancakes, Christian Bale. <laughs> yes! He gains 280 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know Brimstone's Just Christian Bale had to act? He's giving you a compliment. He turns it right wait, wait, around. Wait, no. Tom Cruise like did all the stunts. Completely serious, though. <laughs> Did you know that when they filmed Batman Begins, Brimstone coordinated all the stunts. <laughs> you know, we probably should have just pulled up his Wikipedia and uh, Shit, the cops are coming! Just hide the weed! He second censor of the night. Alright, beep it! Who cares? Damn you, Zucker. Um, <laughs> you know. I lost my train of thought. You son of a bitch. Just read the Wikipedia, guys. <laughs> we could, yeah, we could just read Wikipedia. this Wikipedia. If you guys want, we'll do an hour-long episode on Brimstone where we just read, Christ, we'll just read... We just read the Wikipedia. <laughs> for one whole hour. Listen, I met cold. Brimstone and we were in BWR. Dark day. We were in the Carnival of Destruction faction. At a carnival. Together. 
I had a feud with him. You can actually watch a match of us on YouTube. Yes, there is a match of No one's going to look that up. Oh, you want to do a watch-along? Your match with Brimstone? How long is it? It's like maybe 10 minutes. Oh, that sucks. I need longer. But it was actually a pretty good match. I doubt it. It was! I doubt it. It was! I triple down on doubting it. I actually enjoyed it. Nothing, nothing. I was the drizzling shits back then. And then you would know. Still are. I am. Book me. All right, two minutes. <laughs> two minutes, Brimstone. So you're, you're a very big Brimstone guy. And, and listen, if Brimstone... I'm a big... I, listen, I'm a Brimstone guy because not for nothing, in all seriousness, he was one of the only freaking people other than yourself, other than Mike Magnum, other than... you. you two out of three ain't bad. No, but listen, listen, seriously. He was one of the <laughs> only people who looked at me and said, I have something. He was there when I was trading. I was 18, 19 years old. 20 years old, sorry. When he turned to me and he said, I'm going to be honest with you. You have something that in this business, it's called the it factor. Hogan had it. Stone Cold had it. And now I understand as to why when they compared me and Magic as to being the Team 3D of PWR. I, I do have a charisma. I do have a way about myself that will capture a crowd and get them in there. And you know, not for nothing, if it wasn't for him giving me that that incentive to be able to work a little harder at that time, you wouldn't have pulled forward. I wouldn't have pulled forward. I probably would have quit back back then. Hey, let me be the first person to say I applaud. I probably would have stopped wrestling when PWR shut down. To be perfectly wow. honest with you, if it wasn't for him, and I'm not going to sit and listen. I'm not sitting here. I will not bash him. I know that he's, he's not too flesh flute. Listen, I am not. <laughs> listen, I'm not sitting here licking the guy's asshole. I'm speaking the facts. He gave me pure praise. He would. He had a. He. When I had his match, when we had the match together, me and him at PWR, whether you want to call it a drizzling shit match or not, I thought it looked great. And I'm a pretty good judge of a match. I think everybody could agree. Okay. But all right, we're, we're, hitting, we're hitting the 10 minutes right okay. here. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. I didn't mean to go ahead and take it all. I apologize. Listen, you are you are your gay father's son. You always take it. Um, listen, I okay. So I'll applaud. My dad's actually. I'll, 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 let me <laughs> let me applaud Brimstone for sticking his dick in a bucket of cold water with ice and saying it's cold. <laughs> of course you had something, and of course you and Magic were a very good tag team. We still people still talk about you and Magic as a tag team. Uh, you know it comes up in conversations. So that really shows that. Whether PWR is dead or whatever. It shows that we made some yeah, sort of an impact. Some kind of connection. Yeah. Now, I understand that. And let me tell you something that's going to surprise you. Go ahead. Brimstone has... <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> that was Damn, you are the most classy. No, that I would have loved to take you out to a fucking steak dinner. Yeah, I almost said something nice and I got cut off by birds. Um, <laughs> Brimstone has always, always been very nice to me. He never, is. ever, ever, ever been a dick to me in any way. I'm going to be honest. I was not expecting that. So do you want to know what my problem with Brimstone is? What? Anyone can be nice to your face. It's about what they do behind your back. And let me surprise you again. Brimstone, to my knowledge, has never said anything negative about me behind my back. No. So what's my problem with him? Well... 
the debut of FTW Wrestling in Ronkonkoma. A young Johnny Malloy has just signed up for the school. He only signed up three days ago, so he's not on the show. He's not doing security. He's not doing anything. So he buys a ticket to support his new home promotion, and he sits front row. And do you know who sits second row? Brimstone and his boys! Now, before the show, while I was hanging out with my trainer at the time, Big Jim Sullivan and Earl Cooter, Grip Brimstone comes up to Earl Cooter, and he tells Earl Cooter how he just went down to Impact Wrestling, and Impact Wrestling requested him, and Impact Wrestling wanted him there, and he's going to be debuting for Impact Wrestling any minute now. He asks Earl Cooter if he needs anything. Earl Cooter says, I don't need you on the show, buddy. He says, thank you, keep me in mind. Shakes his hand. Thanks for having me. An hour later, Brimstone doesn't remember that I was the kid standing next to Earl Cooter when he said this. So Brimstone's sitting behind me for the whole show. And I get three and a half hours of Brimstone shitting on Sabu. And shitting on Earl Cooter. And shitting on Len Oddity. And shitting on Big Jim Sullivan. And shitting on the attendance. And shitting on how he could have done better. And shitting on this and shitting on that. And then at the end of the show, Brimstone walks up to Earl Cooter, who I'm standing next to again, and tells him what a great show he has and to keep him in mind. You know what? I don't remember any Brimstone TNA matches, do you? No. I don't. So you've never been a dick to me, and you weren't even a dick to a guy that I... Me and Cooter aren't sending Christmas cards, but it showed that when you think no one's listening, you show the true you. And the true you is a guy that deserves to have a drill named after him at all the wrestling shows <laughs> just to make fun of him. Listen, I get hooked on super stuff. I know. I exactly. You, yeah. you also have to remember, you're very... You look past being a fan. Even when you're sitting there watching a show. Yeah. You, as a professional, are looking at the show as a professional. And when you hear people like that, and I could totally get it. I totally get it. Somebody shitting on somebody else's house. Yeah. Totally get it. Yeah. But, again... A house he wanted to be a part of. Of course. You know what exactly. I mean? So to turn that on and be like, oh, man, dude, you're the best. You're so good. Oh, man. And the person walks away and they're like, that guy's fucking shit. You see the way I worked that guy? Just the confidence, the yeah. arrogance, the, the lack of... And, and you know what? He introduced himself to me twice that night and still didn't remember I, who I was when he was talking shit in my ear. And Vicky was there. I was there for so that, So she yeah. heard all of it. As I said, yeah. it, it's... um Two it, sides of the coin, man. Two sides of the coin. You flip the tails, you flip the heads. It's going to be two different sides. All right, guys. Are we ready for topic three? Because we're over Brimstone time. got way too much time. Yeah, he got pancakes. Like, he didn't get enough. He once gave me a handy J. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, Brimstone got way too much time. Hey, you know what? I don't think he's had. An, I don't think he's had enough time with it. He has his own comic book. He has a Wikipedia. Yeah, book. but he's got I, six pack in the comic book. And I I'm like, Go ahead. Listen, I love. I, I love. Listen, you, I compared uh, uh, Chris. But when you're sitting there with a six pack, his, I'm sorry, no, we're close. Listen, when you got a six-pack in your comic book, and then when you go ahead and you say, Hey, I'm Brimstone, and you got a beer belly, and you eat a slice of pizza. Just be honest. I will say this, though. He I love Mo. 14-inch penis. 
I haven't spoken to him in years, but, you know. But that was also said hey, by dude. the back. Dude, I talked to him last week. <laughs> we, went out, we went out for tea and crumpets. Yeah, tea and crumpets? Did you it's on his Wikipedia. It says, On right January 15th, Johnny Malloy and Brimstone went out for tea and crumpets. It's right on his Wikipedia, right at the end. Damn. A fan, uh, uh, some user named... A fan named BrimstoneFan69 updated it. Brimstone fan 69. Yep, and when you click the bio, it says not brimstone in exclamation point. <laughs> 69. <laughs> All right, brimstone man, I, I I really just wish you had made better choices at several times. I don't really have a thing for you. You know, it'd be cool cool if you gave me an autographed copy of your comic book. We'll we'll put it on air. Anyway, uh, that's so, pretty cool actually. I'm hey, listen, lie. if this this podcast gets five thousand views, we will have brimstone on. Five thousand years, folks. When you guys fast. are gonna totally eat your words if that happens. <laughs> oh my god, he's gonna be sitting here and he's like, "Uh, sorry, guys, I don't, uh, I don't partake." And we're gonna be like, "Oh, try this brownie." And then an hour later, we're like, <laughs> "Fucking idiot, we drugged you." <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right, right. he's gonna send you over there to go man possum his ass. Man possum, baby. Look back at episode six. Hashtag man possum. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. Let's get to topic three. Topic three! Okay, guys. <laughs> topic number three. Talk about the feeling of winning a championship. I got a feeling. Whoa. Here we go. What was that again? Wow. Talk about the feeling of winning a championship. You go first. I got a good one. That's because I have many championships and you had one. I had two, asshole. Two in 45 years. 45 years. <laughs> uh, oh, we're doing this again? Picking up. Oh! Guys, it's time to take another shot. And as, and, uh, as, as the slogan is, grease my knob. <laughs> as JR would say, it's a knob slobber. It's a knobber slobber. It's a knobber slobber. It's a knobber knocker. It's a knobber slobber? It's a slobber knobber. Listen, you want to know how Mike Magnum got an AEW Slobber knobber. Check out the bonus. You mean Magnum Mike? Magnum Mike, the Magnum star? Mike. <laughs> Don't film star. I can't believe they did that to him. <laughs> I mean, I'm so annoyed for him. You know what, though? I just saw Mike yesterday. And, uh... When we're already off topic. Haven't seen Brimstone, but you hang out with Mike Magnum. I see how it is. You saw him at church. You saw him at church. Yeah. Thursday, start with that me, Thursday asshole. church sermon. You guys, you saw him at Jesus Camp, and you guys talked about this one time at, at Jesus Camp. Jesus Camp. I saw the crucifix up my um, up my up my wafer, my wafer, and I turned it into wine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does this, anybody have any more of those? This is definitely, Jesus this is definitely, definitely not a shoot on your Lord and Savior. Let's get back on track. Championship, go. You know, go so many people, and uh, I think it's mostly you know like idiots like uh, Gobble Gobble and Knob Gobbler, whatever we call yeah. him. Uh, I've heard him say stuff like this, like turkey supper. It was turkey. Turkey supper. He's like winning is winning a championship is, is is just a prop, man. It's a prop. Fuck you. Listen, Hogan thinks it's a prop because he's been a millionaire for forever. It's not, you know, I. I it's a prop, and it's not. To me, personally, when I whether I won the Rampage Open Challenge 
or the Rampage Heavyweight, or the Rampage Heavyweight again, or, or the SWA Pride Champion, BW, uh, or the USW Florida Tag Team Champions, or the BWF Intercontinental or Champion, or the Asylum Heavyweight Championship, or the Full Faith Wrestling Tag Team Championship. Whether it's uh, any of those, I always looked at it as whoever's running the show, whoever's pulling the strings, Geppetto. Geppetto. I like the way you put that. Whoever's pulling the string. If you like Disney. If you like Disney, you'll like Johnny And you'll like Johnny Malloy's fucking commentary right now. Please listen in and <laughs> believe in the magic. Uh, think about. Completely <laughs> serious, though. I look at it as. in a really tight green dress. I don't want to. Ew. I look at it you as. You won the EWA one. I won the EWA Maryland Championship. I forgot about that. It's a lot of championships. And there was some tag championship in Florida you won also. I said that. Um, okay. My point is, most of my title runs are like two years long, so it's hard to remember them. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, no, in all seriousness, completely serious, not fucking around with you, winning a championship, to me, whether it is a prop, whether it's predetermined, whether it's chosen or whatever, the person who's pulling the strings is saying, hey, you, beard villain, Johnny Malloy, you are the best person to hold this championship because I think you are going to make me the most money. You have a roster of 30, 40 people, and you think I'm going to make you the most money? You know enough. Fuck yeah, stuff. that feels yeah. good. Yeah, that feels good. I got. You know what? I'm glad and I'm I'm happy for you. You had the opportunity to. To win those championships and those belts. I, unfortunately... You won two. I won two. 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 It's like fucking two girls in your life. It's like, heh, at least you did it, but heh. Yeah. <laughs> I was the very first... And you know what? And I'm like a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah, dang. It's the knob talking. You keep my virginity out of your mouth! He's a flower. I'm a, I'm a no, really, flower. He's, been, he's been defiled by 4.2 billion men. So precious. Only men. He's oh. going through the whole population of China. Wow. I am the vaccine for coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably what started it. Integrity Farms. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, the cool, the cool what thing. What are we talking about again? Championship. Whether, oh. you, whether you've had, whether you've had uh, dozens like me, or you've had two like you, <laughs> your career is far from over, and there's many more. And the cool thing about it is, different titles and different championships will mean more. So if you were um, Evolve champion, you were MLW champion, you were AEW Dark. Dark YouTube champion. Yep. That means so much more than being bumblefuck, bumblefuck champion. So you can win one big spot and erase everything I've done. So check out Pancakes on AEW Dark next Tuesday. Wow. Don't, don't, don't. I just want to false advertise. Tony, don't look. false advertise, people. Look, Listen, Mr. Cowan, I appreciate I'm that. Viewers. That's pretty cool what <laughs> you're saying, but don't. Don't. Don't hype people up. Joining, the, joining Max Caster and Anthony Bowen. It might actually happen. Make sure you tune in next Tuesday. If you, like, if you like rap, and you like black what men, is it, and you like drunk, the acclaimed, and you like Max Caster and Anthony oh, Bowens, then you'll love their new fat white friend, Pancakes, who breakdances in the background. That sounds like an awesome... The reverse one! Be... The reverse one! Yeah. The whale!
<laughs> I just learned about the whale today at training. I have, yes, I am now going to be the proud owner of a special move called the Reverse Whale. Suck it, Otis. Suck it, Otis. Fucking hard man, working yams. Working Sky too hotty. Sky Fuck you. I actually like him. He's actually yeah. a pretty, pretty cool dude. I've never met him, but I'm yeah. sure that I will one day. You probably will. You're due for more belts, so obviously. I really hope so. I mean, if not, not necessarily. Right. I'm going to. Well, fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> and, uh, listen, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. You don't put the fucking strap on me. You're retarded. You are fucking dumb. To be honest with you. I'm going to say it. To be honest with you, I wanted to put the next belt. The next time I wear the belt, I want to put it on the person who I feel can dominate the most people. Who could literally smash and decimate and almost kill. Watch me. I'm going to put it on Cliff. I feel. Yeah. I feel. <laughs> Through the series of first blood matches, <laughs> he could kill more people. But, I mean, it's gonna take a while. <laughs> but we'll get it done. <laughs> he's gonna be—he's gonna be my Brock Lesnar. <laughs> he's gonna be your Jared from Subway. <laughs> he's gonna be my Jared. season because of you. Roku <laughs> channel 66, six, I mean 6969 six, definitely could drop us. No, seriously, we're doing Spotify and iTunes and all that shit as long as they'll have us. So, I mean, Joe Rogan <laughs> smokes weed on his podcast, so I mean, hey, listen. Joe Rogan can do it. Why can't we? Why the hell can't we? Anyway, I think it's because we're fat and bald. It's, it's Joe Rogan's bald as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he works for UFC, so you really we're, can't touch him. Yeah, Joe, you know what's something I've had that Joe Rogan's never had? They own their own island. No, it's no not, they don't it's own not, the it's island. Not owned by them. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a deal. I'll talk about you out there. Yeah, yeah. But do you know what I have that Joe Rogan doesn't have? Besides yeah. a giant ass beard and penis. <laughs> what? <clears throat> wow. I have 4.2 billion followers. <laughs> this is all he does! Suck on that, Rogan. He only does this podcast! Listen, listen, JRE. The only experience, <laughs> the only experience I listen to is the Jim Cornette one. Oh, damn! Might be a I'm not gonna lie. I actually be. I'm actually been listening to Jim Cornette. He's batshit crazy. I actually, he's batshit crazy. He's so. Well, I'm gonna be honest with you. He actually brings up some pretty good fucking points. He does. He yeah. does, but he really says it in an offensive way. He really does. I definitely didn't like the way he talked about Sonny or Janela, but I definitely understand most of his points, and most of the AEW guys will tell you most of his points are valid. So, anyway, championships. You know what rhymes with Cornette? Championships. Championships. <laughs> All right, let me tell you a quick story. So, wait, what's his topic? It was our. The feeling of talk about the feeling of winning a championship. What was the first championship I won? Think about that while he talks. Okay, so let me I, let me explain this to you. I wrestled on a show, the Florida one. Second. SWA. Hey, cocksucker! Sorry. I'm right here. All right, I'll talk about it. And I'm actually talking to a legit cocksucker. Listen right here, Binky. <laughs> Binky Don't boo. talk about boo boo that way. Binky boo. Damn. Hey, guys, listen. I didn't shut start, up when I called her a whore. I didn't start <laughs> this podcast to overshadow my less experienced, less famous companion Eat pancake. <laughs> I, I, I started this podcast to keep him from drowning himself in a hotel tub. You're right. <laughs> I based it no, on no. own juices. Seriously. No. 
You do. Like a I turkey. I do, like a turkey. And when I you do. die, we're going to slice you. I like a reverse whale. You should have heard me last You're time. You're like a reverse whale. It's <laughs> like we're trying to get Willie in the tank. <laughs> you should have heard me last time we were at a hotel. I called in yams just to pour some hot water on the top of my belly because and you I was can, starting to get a little cold. And you can see those videos <laughs> on her OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, let, not about Lexi Rose and OnlyFans. Messy footsie protections. What, what were you saying? What were you saying? Messy footsie? <laughs> We didn't even plug Scarecrow's t-shirts, which he gave me. I haven't opened the box yet. It's been two months. I haven't opened the bag yet. <laughs> two months. Okay, it's all right. He's a nice kid. He has a face. Nice guy. Continue. Um, He's like Darby Allen, but not talented. I, 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 anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. So, my story. Your story. So, I had wrestled on a wonderful show. And actually, I this was actually, believe it or not. Believe it or not, Ripley's. Damn, this was actually my first main event. This is my very first main event show. If you had to count up all the main events you've had, off the top of your head, how many main events have you had? Three. That's cute. Dick! <laughs> I could have had more! You could have, but unfortunately, Nightmare didn't sell enough tickets. Wow! Yeah. Wow! <laughs> Dick! I want, I want to hear people say... Oh, Johnny Malloy, that guy, now that he's in AEW, <laughs> now that he's in WWE. On his podcast, he was really safe like Bruce Pritchard. He really took care of what he said. He didn't want to get in trouble. I say stuff that could get me canceled all the time. Yes, not for nothing. We say a lot of things that could get us, like, sued. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, it's, I just don't it's just my blind fucking balls or the money to do it. It's, it's just my blind faith in Jesus. Hallelujah. No, I mean the guy I met at Seven Eleven. He's he's waiting. Jesus. Jesus. Uh, sorry, I said it wrong. It's my <laughs> face in Jesus that tells me that things are going to be all right. Every little thing to he knows that it's going to be all right. Ah, ah, I'm pretty oh, sure oh, Jesus is oh. positive. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I stay positive, folks. Championships. Continue what you're saying. All right. So there was a point there. My first main event was full faith wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm man. gonna bring. It I up. don't want to laugh at you. You're, you're. Why would you laugh at me? That was a pretty cool moment for me. Wait, didn't you do a main event tag match with us? And uh, you are wrong. Yeah. As usual on New York Independence, you are sliding SWA. Your first main event was not full face wrestling. Your first fa- main event was SWA reunion. Or right? Yep. It was you trigger and yams. Versus me and Beard Life Reunion. Oh! Yeah! yeah. Wow. Motherfucker! Holy yes. shit, you right! W.A. gave you that your first main event. That's true! We're part of his first main event. No, you know, I'm not that's, that's a thing, though. Listen, I'll say I that. think that's we can thing. all agree. I think we can all agree. That's a thing I need I to stop. I give S.W.A. a hell of a lot of credit. And for what, everybody for else... Everybody else, from the MJFs to the Max Casters to the Evander James. You were the very first. I feel SWA deserves a little bit of credit because we took chances on guys. Like Tyler Murphy. Nobody would have took a chance on him, and rightfully so. Mm-mm. But we did. He's a nice dude. But he's not really somebody that I would look at, like... But we gave him a chance. You know what I mean? We, we, we took chances on the Nightmares. We took chances on the B3s. And some of it didn't pay off. But then there are other guys like Max Caster, uh, Mike Verna, Jack Gallo, Alexander Mike James. Magnum, Alexander James, Pam.
pancakes. Uh, um, there are some guys. And listen, I'm not, I'm not giving myself any credit just because I'm wrestling, not giving myself credit. Like it on Facebook. The proof is in the fucking pudding. You can look at it on YouTube. True, and you look ass. Listen, bottom line is yes, and you're right. You're right. I I'm going to retract what I say. I main evented a show at Full Faith Wrestling. I was able to face someone who I had watched grow in this business, who was really, really cool. He was a great kid. He played the character, uh, Omen. I like George. Good dude. Ooh, I'm, I'm sorry, George. It's okay. It's okay. George, I don't think you'd be fine I, with it. I don't think, think, I don't think he's I time, George! but I don't want to get George! Good dude. Good kid. I love him to death. I wish him all the best. I hope to see him soon. Guys, if you hear any crackling, I'm having some mic problem. I'm trying to fix it now. Sorry. No problem. Anyway, so I wrestled him for the very first time in the main event, and I believe it was his main event, first main event. And we, you know, it was short and simple. It was all more intimidation gimmick, which was fun. I love the Omen gimmick. It was for the. It was to be the very first international champion. Who won that match? That feeling, let me tell you something. That feeling of being, I won that match. And to have that feeling of winning that championship and having that ability to have that sense of responsibility on my shoulder. Right. Right. It just made me feel even more important. Made me feel more special. And you were the right choice. And you know what? I, I appreciate that. That's that's the win that counts. The win that where every single person in the building, whether it's a fan or a wrestler, looks at the monitor or you know their own eyesight and says, "Hey, that guy unequivocally, undeniably, not comparably, deserves it." That was your night. Thank you. And you know, not for nothing, everybody's probably sitting there listening right now saying, oh, well, he's just saying that because he's prime. Not for nothing. No, I literally put him down constantly. He yeah. it. <laughs> I was going to say, he's, when I think I'm up here, he fucking kicks me right off my soapbox. I, I, that's, so if he's saying yeah. something like that, it actually fucking means something. Yeah. So, but, at the, uh, but not for nothing. Anyway, I had my mother there. I had my, my father there, who's now an asshole. Sabu? Yeah. God rest her soul. Yep, thank you. Um, I, you know, I had my, my brothers there. I had my fiance and her family there. And I think that was actually, I don't know, I don't remember correctly. It was a perfect moment for you. It, yeah. it was, a, it was a really, it was a high, it was really a high moment. It was Listen. my very first singles title that I had won. And you know, people can say it all they want. They can say whether he it was just given to me because my. Cause Whoa! Stop right now! No, no, I'm not letting you finish. Okay. Cut that shit off. Okay. That's bullshit. First off, I don't want to hear that shit. I honestly, I know. Well, you know what I'm saying. Okay, I'm gonna put a little out on air that Mike probably doesn't want, but Mike has come to me several times mm -hmm. to ask me the direction of Full Face Wrestling. Right. And you know how when you give a promoter ideas, they 100% of the time don't use it? Yeah. Mike's about 50%. He listens to me about 50% of the time. Damn. I want you to know this, and you don't know this. Do you know whose idea was to put the, the 
What title was it? International? International title on you was? You. It was Mike Magnum. I had, no I had nothing to do with it. Mike literally came to me and he said, I think Pancakes is the best person to put this wow. belt on. I think he'll make full faith the most money and I can put the most money towards your charities with Pancakes as a champion. And I said, man, listen, in SWA, Pancakes has never lined up for a belt because we only had one belt. Mike, do what you feel is right. I didn't put you over. Let me ask you a question. I didn't put you over. I didn't lobby for you. And you're my friend. I didn't do anything. You were the champion because you were the best. And a Christian. <laughs> That's why I can't be champion. <laughs> no, I, I really appreciate uh, yeah. yeah, man, it's important for you to know because a lot of times we go through wrestling without knowing the little intricacies of what actually happens behind the curtain. That's the truth, you know. And when I say things like "I should have been SWA Pride Champion," I mean them. I really do too because I should have been SWA Pride Champion. That's exactly what you're fucking having. I'm kidding. Well, let me ask you a question. <laughs> On champions, and now we brought actually, up... I should not have been SWA. Exactly. Pride now we brought pride champions. I believe. Do you remember role. the pride champions? Right? I'm, hold on. Before I before I answer that question, I'm going to say it to you like this: You're behind. I on your know. Green, by the way, what? You're very behind on your green. I think this is. You're very behind. I'm thinking you're a lightweight. No, man. I'm just. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying. Actually, I'm enjoying this knob creek. It's beautiful. Oh, the, knob, the knob is beating your ass. The knob is beating my ass, but you know what? I'm getting back to the green. But I want to just say this, okay? For you not to put the title on me is probably the best thing you could have done. And I'm going to be honest. I know my role. I knew what my role was. My role was to make sure that that jackass nightmare who is fucking paying to play... Got a good fucking reaction when he came down to the ring so that he <laughs> could get his money's worth. And that, 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 I was the one. I, I don't know what the fucking run. Sorry, Big Boo. I accidentally put Big Boo in the ass. Sorry, baby. I was the one who you practically allowed to hold on to my coattails from that, so that he could fucking get his over. It's, it's, okay. You ready? I know what my role was. You ready? I'm going to go on for a little bit here, and this is going to be an elongated topic. But it's We're way season. over, yeah. It's That's okay. Season two. We're talking Welcome about season two. what it takes to be a champion, and the first thing it takes to be a champion is a little bit extra. Is that for me, by the way? <laughs> Not yet, but absolutely. Thank you. Okay. Pancakes, Eric. Indeed. Listen to me. It's something you have to hear, and, you know, we don't necessarily have heart-to-hearts off-air, because I hate emotion, and do I not... Know. The other day, you, you thanked me, and I literally joked about it. Yeah. I can't do it. But on-air, you know, for 4.2 billion people, I can. You were never champion in SWA. You were never going to be. I figured. But, at times... You drew more people than my champion. I know. I fucking know. But you have to understand something. I know. Just like Headrush was the hot tag, Nightmare was the money. That's the truth. Without Nightmare... At the end of the day, I didn't need your pride title. Without Nightmare, based on the gimmick, 
you might have squandered for years low mid card but with nightmare it gave a financial incentive to build pancakes into the draw that pancakes became that's true now when you look at SWA champions I'm not talking about me I'm just talking about SWA champions who was the first pride champion do you remember CJ Antonino and who drew more people than CJ Antonino nobody nobody but me. No, he. <laughs> dude, in his At that time, time, he definitely was drunk. No, more. I'm not gonna lie. CJ, like, I wasn't around too long or too much before CJ. CJ, I went like CJ was this, but he was the king. Way. And I, I was the ticket person back then before I did camera. And CJ and I can tell you for sure, was the king. People were there to see and CJ. And do you know who was the next champion? Who? Nova Scotia. Oh yeah, yes. Nova Scotia. The only person, the only person that ever graduated the Johnny Malloy and more so Mike Magnum wrestling school. And somewhat pancakes. Somewhat pancakes. Don't well. you? You were, you were there for a little bit. He graduated. I was an OG teacher. He graduated. He was homegrown. So. The gimmick was there, and he won. And who picked it up? No, you're wrong. It wasn't Nova Second. No, I don't, I don't know. Originally, it was supposed to be. Cool. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that was right. Johnny Malloy was number two. Yep. You and were, you want to know why Johnny Malloy was two? Because of a three-person booking team. And two out of and three. And two voted out of three in. voted to make me champion. And do you know who voted against it? You. Me. But you know who still went out and did it? Me. And then Nova, and then Mike. All the champions were the absolute top draws. Or, or they could be built to a draw. That was the prime title. The top guy. CJ Antonino was more popular than anybody. Nova Scotia was a gimmick everyone could like. He is a Canadian person who trained to wrestle in Mexico, who got a head injury, and somehow mixed the French and Mexican and English language. <laughs> it's so lovable. Wee wee, burrito! Hey! And it was created before Sammy Zane. I mean, yeah. before El, El Generico. El Generico. Okay, so... I was actually watching a match of it not so long ago on YouTube. It should be. He's very good. Very freaking... I loved El Generico. <laughs> so we didn't... <sighs> Such a waste of fucking space in that fucking sandwich. Intercontinental Champion. He was great. I think he would have made more... I think, honestly, if W... No, I'm a Sammy Day guy, so... We'll save another time. But, my point is about champions. Pancake was never in the running because there wasn't a tag team championship. If there was a tag team championship, the Pancake Nightmare would have won it oh, the yeah. first night it was available. I know exactly for a fact that if there was a ta if there was an SWA tag team championships, we would have been the SWA yeah, it, tag it team championships. It was champions. strictly my hatred for tag team wrestling, thanks to my former fat piece of shit partner. I know. Yeah. So, you have been champion. Okay. We have to flip this off. We have to finish this up. Anyway. And I want to say that My favorite time of me being a champion is when I won, when I first won the Full Faith Wrestling International Championship. Yeah. A company that got it right and put the belt to deservingly be on your waist. Thank you very much. And if... And, and I'm not Christian. So and I not for nothing, I'm going to be honest... If I was to put something on you, I will say 
Rampage Pro Wrestling definitely did the best fucking uh, thing in there, and in, 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 in Jay's whole company is to put that championship on you. I like the Open Challenge Championship more than I like the... Uh, the really? Yeah, it just allowed me more freedom. You see, a lot of people don't say that. He brought it around everywhere. Right. It, 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 it I was could literally bring it to any, company, any company. But, okay, let me... Let me... Let me saying. I... Everything Jay did was great. Jay didn't know me personally. I came in on a clean slate, and I feel when I come in on a clean slate, I screwed up. Okay. So this is what I'll say. I believe the Johnny Malloy character, the beard villain, works exponentially better as the leader of some stable, like the Coalition and Asylum, or the Champion. I feel it flounders on the low card or the mid card <coughs> because <laughs> you have the promos available to facilitate a main card feud. Now, this is not taking me as a person or anything. I just feel the gimmick itself does better in those situations. With that said, it only works out. <coughs> yes, the company is putting the right people in that back. If the company sits back and just goes objectively what is what is drawing what are people reacting to, I'm okay with that. Judge based on what people are reacting to. I'm pretty confident in that I'll win that exchange. I'm not gonna lie. Great combination that mean you and Binky had at Rampage was our faction was our three-man group. You know, Sixto was in that. Too, what do we call? What do we okay, call? But, yeah, but Rangers? you know, he wasn't there as a regular. I was. Um, you know what I'm saying? We had a name was, for it. What was the, the talent name? agency? The talent agency. agency. Yes, it was supposed to be Johnny Malloy was bringing in anyone he thought was talented to help him out. It's a cool stable. And I, you know, nothing happened. Like, Some people couldn't make it. I got fired. You piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Wrestling, yeah. Like, and Jay loves you too. We just, we, just we just went to dinner. dinner with him a week ago. Yeah. Not for nothing. We just went. Out. Not dinner. It was like lunch. Like a brunch. We had brunch with Jay Cortez. Hey, some of us had breakfast and some of us had dinner. I breakfast. had a veggie burger. That wasn't that bad. But then after a while, I just kind of got like bored of it and I stopped eating it. Do you know why people like turkey I'm stuffer sorry. and gobble gobble <laughs> and cash is gay? And all those people talk shit about this podcast because they have never, ever been out to lunch with a promoter who thought that they mattered and could yep. be champion. And it's sad, and I think you guys should enroll in the SWA Wrestling Academy, even though it's dead. Just give us money. I'd say, I'd say again, just because they didn't make it through the first time, but yeah. Uh, I only have one graduate. Nova Scotia. Yep. If Junior Reyes had attended, he probably graduated, and RJ was very short. Like, three months short, but I don't have any graduates, so if they tell you they graduated from my school, they fucking did not. Mike Magnum will, will reiterate that. Yippers. Um, oh, what was the topic? Feelings of winning a championship. Okay. We're, we're done. We're no, done. no, no. Because I... You want to stop it here, Bink? We're drunk. I mean, we're way over, so if you want to just keep going, I don't care. 
Well, pancakes have to talk about. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Episode fucking season two, episode one. We were gonna go way past our time. We got a website, bro. We're We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're enjoying the website. We're enjoying the greener side of things, and Knob Creek has done its job. Guys, getting that little knob slobs in. We're not gonna. We're not gonna tap out on you guys. We're gonna give you the full thing. So. You talked about winning international titles. I asked Binky what was my first title win. Uh huh. My first big one. She said Florida. Florida, I could sum up in five seconds. Do it. They paid me three hundred dollars to wrestle. They paid for my flight and two days of hotel, even though I was only wrestling one day. It was psychotic. I wrestled the New Yorkans. One of the New Yorkans sold me weed. The other one became my friend for life. And it was crazy and good. And it meant absolutely nothing to me. And then, then, two out of three bookers, me being one and me voting against it, voted me out of being the SWA Pride Champion. And that was the first championship that meant anything because my peers had said hey man you're the best chance Estabur has to draw a crowd and I said hey man I'm out of shape we have Grim Reefer we have Jay Lover we have Frankie Stars we have Jack Gallo we have and I named them and the two and she was there yeah I was sitting in the booking meetings and they both said no, you, you have need to, to do be it. champion now. You and I said like, to them, I said to them, people will hate me. People will say because I own the company, I put the belt on myself. And they said, it doesn't matter. It's what needs to happen. It's what's right for the company. You have to do it. And we outvote you. And I said, people will hate me. They'll hate me for being the champion. They'll hate me. They'll say I don't deserve it because I was the owner of the company, one of three owners, and I did it. And they said... It doesn't matter. You have to do it. It's very important for the company. You have to do it. So, in front of a sold-out crowd of 350 people at the Sportatorium, I turned on my brother. My fake brother head rush and wrapped a chair around the skull and I hit him as hard as I could. Good. And then I punched Tommy Coe in the face and I went on to become good. You probably could have hit him a little harder, but you know. I could have. And I became champion. It was the first VPW had treated me well. Other indie companies treated me well, but the first company that strapped the rocket to me and just happened to be my own and it happened to be my not knowing. Uh, none of my doing and I said no one will believe I didn't put the belt on myself and they said it doesn't matter what people believe you need to take the belt or SWA is going to die so I took it and I ran with it and all the shit came people told me I put the belt on myself I didn't deserve it blah blah so what I did was I dropped 170 pounds. Damn. 
Worked on those buns and thighs. Yeah. And I dropped the belt to Gangon, and who dropped the belt to the Grim Reefer, one of the best wrestlers <coughs> ever <coughs> in the Northeast independent scene. I watched a match between you and Reefer. Yeah. That was that was pretty insane. Grim Reefer, Grim Reefer was the first guy to tell me that you you know, hey, Hey, buddy, you deserve to do something in this business. Right. And so it meant a lot. And the Astaway Pride Championship, even though it was my own company, it was saying that, listen, if we don't make money, we die. Because that's the point we're at. And I think you, Johnny Malloy, Jerry Warner, Beard Villain, whatever, mm -hmm. can make money. And, dude... How the fuck could I say no? But it's a gimmick. You know what I mean? Right. Not necessarily the work rate. Right. And I've spent the last year in COVID, in the pause, killing myself. Yeah, you have. To make the work rate keep up with the expectations. Yep. You've done a hell of a lot more than me. That's for damn sure. Hey, listen, man. You know, you know for a fact, history repeating itself, I'm the MC Hammer. If I get on footing, even if it's on shaky, I'm going to pull those motherfuckers up with me. Listen, when I'm on AEW Dark, who do I want to jump me? Na, na, na. <laughs> listen, <laughs> MC Hammer, if I'm on AEW Dark, I have one motherfucker I want jobbing for me, and that's you. I'm a jobber. Yeah, <laughs> job to my shit. Yeah. Uh, All right, we're way over. We're done. Yeah, we're way over. Let's wrap it up. We're, we we got to get going. Where are we at? Where, where are we at? Where this, this was this only, one this topic. Was, this was this was just. Damn, I'm the three topics combined turned out to an. That's our Captain Planet. Anyway. With your topic <laughs> combined, we are an hour and eight minutes. Alright, so, All right. well, are we ready for topic three? This is that topic, was three. topic three. Oh, wow, I didn't realize you, that. You fucking cunt. <laughs> this is why Rob Terry got the <laughs> TNA book over here. Ah, no, folks. No, dude, seriously, uh, being a champion is so important because whether you believe the business is a complete work or you believe it is an act of uh, real life, it means someone, somewhere, believes in you more than anything in the world. Believes in you enough to put their wallet on the line. He's so drunk! Hundred <laughs> percent. Knob Creek. Guys, with that being said, that was topic three. I think we're about to put a fucking bow on this one there, Bubba. <laughs> oh, what's in that? A hot app? An hour and ten minutes by a total topic? That's crazy, I think. I'm... <laughs> okay. All right, guys. <laughs> really this guy is fucking cool. This has been ASAP Podcast. I'm not going to let him drive home. On You're not going to let me drive home. With an can, S can you do me a favor? Can you name off our, our, our topics for tonight, please? All right. Name the three topics, bitch. All right. So, <laughs> bitch. we had... Yeah. Bitch. All right, stop. Bitch. <laughs> the importance of romance. Bitch. 
I'm done. done. Okay. Oh, no, seriously, seriously. Oh. The important bitch. All right. No, I'm serious. I'm good. Now. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm serious now. I. I. Oh! I didn't push anything. I'm going to unplug your fucking microphone. <laughs> no, seriously, on Mike Magnum's <laughs> life, I agree. I won't interrupt you. All right. The importance of a referee okay. was topic okay. one. Topic two was brimstone. Oh, topic boy. three was talk about the feelings of winning a championship. And crazy. I think, I think, honestly, that topic just went so long because he went on a fucking trip and a half. I bet you went on a trip and a half. I just tried to make it as long as my dom, which is 17 minutes. He is so drunk, folks. It's 100 proof knob creek. No, say it. Don't you fucking say it. We, we're we trying to gain sponsors here. All yeah. right. You don't need your sponsor. Sponsor us, my pillow. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Twitter podcast.asap, Instagram ASAP podcast, Facebook ASAP. Put it all on the green screen. Thank you for tuning in to season two, episode one. Thanks, Kevin. We're going to have so much more fun this coming season. Tune into episode two. We're going to start doing more like a once a month type of show where you're going to have us all year. You get Can we full... turn the mics off? No, never. No! We're <laughs> <laughs> sneezing. And we please. Never. Never. This is we all on the podcast. We are piece done. of shit. The podcast is over. It's never over. We closed it out. Never!